Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming to you from Michigan, USA. And listen to by people all over the planet. Get ready to be safe and sound with Sean Sparkman. Sparkman. Never take your eyes off your opponent, even when you buy. Welcome to the Safe and Sound Podcast. This is your host, Sean Sparkman. I'm really excited to be bringing you a very dynamic and unique individual today. Her name is Hawa Power. And she is an author and just an all-around amazing individual. And I really want you guys to hear her story and learn more about her book and what she really is bringing to the table on helping you change your life. So, Hawa, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Sean. It's such a pleasure. Yeah. Can you tell people a little bit about who you are and what you're doing out there? So, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for having me and... When it comes to my book, Triggered No Longer, I decided to write that book because I am now registered uh, life coach. And in in my coaching program, coaching courses, I actually teach people how to come into the self-awareness. So I am a self-awareness relationship coach. So one of my purposes in life and my passion is to help people come into self-awareness. And my name, Hawa, first of all, means giver of life. And sometimes if you look it up, it means uh, mother earth. And if you know anything about earth, it's the giver of life for sure. It's also Hebrew and Arabic. And it embodies a lot of the characteristics of who I am. And so my journey started off with not knowing who I was. And like a lot of people go traveling the world to find out who they are, they're soul searching. And what I came to realize is the self is all within. And so when it came to awareness of myself, I didn't have any. I I was depending on from depending on my parents, like so many people do, to depending on a boyfriend or a girlfriend once they leave home or, or, you know, and I had this codependent way of being and I was completely unaware so looking outside of myself for years, I was just like life was just passing me by. I was 25 years old. I got married. I didn't know who I was. He didn't know who he was. And, you know, if you don't love yourself, you don't know yourself, you can't love yourself, then how can you love anyone else, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so getting married, I put that in the book as well. That was a part of my that was a part of my journey to self-awareness because it was, I was like, this guy is wonderful and we can't get along because I don't know who I am. So I started to look into myself. 2006, I read the book The Secret by Rhonda Byrne starring uh, Bob Proctor. Have you ever read it before? Yeah, I absolutely love that book. And a lot of those concepts, uh, you know, I, I still 
keep very close to my heart and uh, on a daily basis. I love that book. It teaches people about the affirmations. I mean, that's one of the books I felt like I could just open up to a page and it would give me guidance on what it is that I needed for that day, what I needed to focus on, what I needed to say to myself. And so once I started to read and learn about The Secret, I started to read other books and learn about other authors and taking self-development classes. I took Toastmasters to learn how to speak more effectively, how to public speak. Have you ever heard of Toastmasters? Yeah, I've heard of Toastmasters. I never did it myself, but it, it had been recommended to me at one time. And I just mm-hmm. love that you, you went down that, that journey of self-development. And the, the, the part where it really started was the books. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's a ton of people out there who don't necessarily like to read. They know they probably should. And obviously in today's yeah. day and age, it's as easy as just listening to them, right? You just jump on Audible or whatever, you know, app you want to use to listen to books if, you, if you're not a reader. But, you know, for myself, reading was a huge part of my self-development as well. So, you know, I'm glad you brought up that book. And what else uh, in your self-development path after like Toastmasters, like where did you go after that? I believe reading is very important, too. They say if you want to hide anything, uh, you know, hide it in a book because a lot of people don't want to read. They like to watch videos on, you know, everything or even just listening, plugging into their ears and moving around. They're not really paying attention, you know, to what's being said to, like, grasp the knowledge. And I think reading and educating yourself is extremely important. Uh, When it comes to Toastmasters, it's a wonderful experience. Toastmasters is in every state. I recommend anyone who wants practice with speaking in front of an audience and having support to contact their local Toastmasters group. I mean, every state has always had something to learn from there. I took, you know... um, dynamic leadership courses, and just basically working on myself so that I could deliver my message to the world. And I think it's so important for people to be self-aware. If they only knew, because when I say the word self-awareness, people don't understand what that is. They're like, self-awareness? I'm aware of, you know, my surroundings all the time. I'm aware of, you know, what's going on around me. But to be self-aware, there's so many benefits to it and why it's important. Self-awareness is the ability to see yourself clearly through reflection and introspection. There are certain degrees of self-awareness that exist on a certain spectrum, and there's also like some of us have more self-awareness and who knows why. But I do know that it is a skill that can be acquired and is a lifelong journey to be mastered because we are always evolving in one form or another. The only thing constant is what? Have you ever heard that saying? The only thing constant is change. You know, I truly believe that if you're not growing, that you're dying. You, yes. you constantly have to be growing because that's just our life. That's why we have the struggles that we do because it's like, uh, you know, a diamond. In order to make a diamond, you need tons and tons of pressure. But when that diamond yes. comes out, it, you know, it's an absolutely beautiful gem. But without the pressure, without the struggle, there's no room for us to grow. And I love that you come from the self-awareness thing because it's totally one of the most important things, like you're saying. If you don't have that knowledge of what it is that you're going through and then you reflect back on it and internalize it and truly see who you are and how that's mm-hmm. affecting the world, then you don't grow. And we have to grow. We have to grow as people. And I think that's been clearly shown through this whole year of craziness is we need to grow as people like you're saying, so that we can connect again as a community. Yes, absolutely. And and without the unity, we have no community. Right. Without the awareness of self, we cannot 
lend a helping hand to each other. I think that as great as all the technology is that we have nowadays, where it can connect us and bring us together in ways that we never could before, at the mm-hmm. same time, it allows so much distraction from you know, what is it that you're doing on a daily basis? Like you're present, like most people aren't present anymore. And I fall into it all the time. I catch myself like, oh, I got a text or I got an email or whatever it might be. And like, you know, I got, I got a son who's almost two years old and I can tell pretty quickly like, oh wait, I wasn't present for whatever just happened. And then you like have to bring yourself back to it. And I think that comes along with that self-awareness and like just being present and understanding who and what you are. Yes, and that's the self-awareness within you, within yourself, and I love that about you, that you even come, you came into the awareness that, hey, I wasn't present, and I desire to be more present for my son. And yeah. the fact that you can even bring yourself into that state of being present, and you realize that you were in your head, because whenever we're on the computer, whenever we are, you know, whenever we are moving around in action, norm- normally we are in our head. I, what I want to say about that is when it comes to Becoming more self-aware through social media, becoming a leader, developing yourself, it means that you have to become disciplined. And I talk with plenty of people who run a business who have no idea what their morning routine consists of. You know, on Monday through Friday, they're waking up sometimes 6 o'clock, sometimes 8 o'clock, sometimes 10 o'clock. And there's a lack of discipline within themselves. And so I coached a few ladies, and I'm telling them, they're looking for this husband who can who can financially provide, this husband who's so tall, dark, and handsome, this husband who is all of these wonderful things, but they can't hold a consistent routine in the morning with just their self-care. Wow. And if you don't know who you are, how can you attract that mate that you want all of these wonderful things from? Right. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I see you and your beautiful wife. You know, you have a very handsome, intelligent son. I Thank mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still like, oh my God, I can't. I'm saying he's two, but he isn't even two yet. <laughs> he's not. He turns two in December. <laughs> but just the fact that you went from, you know, finance, finances, insurance to dealing with finances, you have this podcast going. You want people to tell their stories. You know, part of your purpose is helping people tell their stories. Letting their voice, you have a platform where people's voices can be heard, you know, and I think that's incredible. A lot of people can't transform from, you know, nine to five, husband, daddy, friend, lover, son. They can't transform being that into, you know, this plethora of a businessman that you are. I love that. Everything about it. I appreciate the compliments. And, you know, as, as much as you're saying that, like, you know, it's a transformation, which it is. It's not easy along the way, right? There, there's so much struggle and so many things that happen along the way that people don't see that you just yeah. keep going. And it was a, you know, I've been a martial artist for well over a decade. And one of the first lessons that one of my teachers gave me is he calls it the 1% rule. And if you ever listen to any of my old shows, you've probably heard me say this before. But he said, when you look at the mirror, that's who your opponent is. It's not the guy you're sparring against. It's not anybody else. It's that guy in the mirror. When you look at yourself, Mm -hmm. that's your opponent every single day. And your job is to get 1% better every day. Mm -hmm. Not not doubling, not tripling, not trying to do anything crazy. Just get 1% better, whether it's your punch or your kick or it's your relationships or it's your business or whatever it may be. And if you can do that, Mm -hmm. if you can just get a little bit better every day, what happens mm-hmm. to you 365 days from now? Yes, miracle. You're three. You're 365 percent better. 
because wow. of because com- of compounding interest and it and then that three hundred sixty five percent continues to grow on itself and you know next thing you know a couple of years from now you're you're a totally different person than you were but in all the good ways yes you even found percentages in your growth your finances your growth <laughs> Sean Sparkman you're absolutely correct about that I love that and people don't realize if you are if you stay consistent you know nobody is going to call your phone in the morning to get you up out of bed, to take care of yourself and follow your daily schedule, your daily routine. You know, you really have to want it bad enough. You really have to desire to grow bad enough, just that 1% better a day. One of the first things that I like that I'm teaching in my book, Triggered No Longer, people, and the name of the book is Triggered No Longer because people stay triggered for the same thing for so long because they're unaware of the, the reason why they're being triggered. And so when it comes to that, one of the first things I suggest is not only self-talk, but self-acceptance. You know, we have to accept responsibility for a lot of the things that have happened to us in our lives and realize that it really happened for us. And had we been more self-aware, it wouldn't have, you know, happened that way. And so whenever a situation happens to us and we allow it, like uh, for an example, my sister was telling me how when she was younger, she used to work with a group of ladies and she wrote this speech and one of the ladies took her speech and read it as if it were her own. But who gave the lady that speech? Right. My sister, you know? And so when you're unaware of your voice and you're unaware of who you are and, and your authority and, you know, then you tend to do things that self-sabotage. And later on, you're upset with someone else. But the truth of the matter is you handed over the speech. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting way of thinking about it, but it, it makes a lot of sense. And it's funny because my mom always used to say something to me because, you know, when I was younger, I drove pretty darn fast, faster than you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yes. she was like, you know, whenever somebody gets in front of you and you, you sometimes, you know, when I was younger, I would react. I'd be mad, right? Because I wanted to go fast. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, this person's in front of me. <laughs> and, right. and she'd be like, you know, relax. That person's there for a reason. You don't know what that reason is, though. But that person's mm-hmm. there for a reason. Who knows? There's a cop up there or you, you go past an intersection and somebody was going to, you were going to get in an accident. And if you, yeah. you know, flip out and then like drive like a maniac around them or something, then right. all of a sudden that person that was there for a reason is no longer there. And now you've experienced those consequences of whatever it was that they were supposed to stop you from doing. Yes. What a wise mama. That is a wise <laughs> <Yeah>. moment. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Things actually happen for you and not to you. You know, because I like that there's attitude. always a lesson. Yeah, there's always a lesson in that. When you become self-aware and you start accepting a responsibility for your life in its entirety, when people, when in situations evolve and people, you attract certain people and these things happen to you, what is the lesson in it for me? Yeah, and you know what? I, there's something I talk about on every single episode. There's a couple questions I always ask my guests. And one of them is, what is something that you failed at? And I always ask that because it comes to that same attitude because no matter what happens to you, it's about mm-hmm. how you handle it, right? So yes. I'm going to ask you, how, what's, what's something that you failed at in life and how did it help you? 
And, you know, I tend to have a bold and courageous personality, and I'm very thankful to God for that. It used to, when I was younger, I was just loud and wild. That's what my parents called me. They wanted me to be this feminine lady like my sisters. And this bold, courageous personality of mine actually has me unafraid to fail in public. And so I started my social media. I started my YouTube channel. I had no idea what I was doing. I failed repeatedly. I failed daily. Day after day, I failed. I failed in just, you know, trying to be strategic. I failed in keeping my morning routines. I failed in, you know, relationships, understanding. I failed in, you know, effective communication. That's exactly why I took that class because I was trying to help people and I wasn't effectively communicating with them and I was losing them because I was so ambitious and passionate about what I was saying to them that it would fall on deaf ears because of the way I was delivering the message. So Uh, I failed a lot in those areas. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, it does take courage to talk about your failures. And the funny flip side of it, and this is what I find, is that as much as people don't like talking about their failures, a lot of times mm-hmm. they hate talking about their success even more. Almost mm-hmm. like it's almost like it's a scary thing to talk about things that you've been successful at and to acknowledge that. And I think it's important that people do. So what's something that you've been successful at? Oh, I love I love these questions. I just want to say thank you again. <laughs> because <laughs> You know, because one of the things that I really can say I feel like a success at is raising my son. That's a good one. Yes, because, okay, so he was diagnosed with mild autism, and he didn't speak until four, although he was reading and writing, and but he didn't say mama. He could read a whole book and spell, people were like, spell Hazel. He spelled every color, but he didn't speak. And so I had him go to a Montessori school, and the lady told me, she said, I don't want to offend you, but I think he has autism. I was like, what is that? So we went and had him evaluated. His father and I had him evaluated, and they were like, oh, he'll never be able to talk, and he'll never. Don't tell me. You cannot tell Hawa power, Hawa Ali, that something cannot be done. You know, and I write about this in the book. When I discovered meditating, and they went to put him on uh, medication for ADHD or the hyper disorder because yeah. kids move around a lot. I was like, there's no way. I didn't grow up on medications. We're not doing that. So he started to meditate. We started to meditate. It really calmed him. I went to parenting class. I have only have one child. I didn't know how to raise him. So I went to parenting class. I learned to speak to him as though he was a little person and not just, to tell him, no, you can't do that and not explain why. You know, you don't have to Mm. explain why all the time, but you do have to speak to the child like they're a little person. They have feelings and they have a voice. You know, and a lot of parents say, oh, it doesn't matter what you have to say because I said so and blah, blah, blah. But for him, it was like, I want you to speak up. I want you to speak your mind. I need you to understand why we don't use profanity you know, once he got to those certain levels. And now there's nothing at all, but they say, you know, Asperger syndrome, social, all this stuff, and they try to put your kid in a box. But one of the biggest success for me is to get him out of special ed into general ed, and that's where he is now. So wow, that's I can awesome. I'm a successful 
transparent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that really is. It's really cool. Um, my, one of my best friends, he, he works in the autism field, and I hear, you know, story after story about what's going on with, you know, children that have it. And it's a tough situation, you know, for you to handle it the way that you are and, you know, eventually get them out of special ed and the general ed. That's a huge thing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so that, you. that's great. I was great. myself yeah. on the chest. It was like, uh, it was like six minutes. I was like, this is, I'm undefeated, <laughs> you know, because the things that we say to ourselves is so important. And that's why in the book, Triggered No Longer, I start off with just five simple steps to get coming to self-awareness. And that's writing down three affirmations and speaking it to yourself all day long. It's like, Breathing on purpose, you know, that brings you into a certain self-awareness, a present, the present moment. I absolutely love that you just brought that up. <laughs> Breathing on purpose. That's uh, yeah. it's a huge thing in the martial arts. And it took me a long time to learn it on how to breathe from your abdomen instead of up top and how it affects your entire nervous system and the positive benefits that it has. And it's such a difficult thing to do and to practice and to learn because of the way that we are in our world today, especially the more sedentary you are where you're working office jobs or you're sitting around a lot or you're working from home. It's so hard to remember to do that. And I, you know, and I see myself and I see my wife do it all the time where all of a sudden you just like catch your breath. You're like, <gasps> like, and then you're like, oh, wait, I, I wasn't breathing. <laughs> right. That's so true. That's so true. You're so powerful. You know that just listening to you talking about the martial arts and and the breathing and how, you know, it, I think that this it's truly important because we forget. We're breathing, but we forget to breathe intentionally on purpose. Yeah. And we're talking to ourselves, but we forget to intentionally talk to ourselves. Like I still, I put a mirror in my hallway and when I walk past it, I make sure I see my pupil and I say I believe in myself. And if I don't feel the vibration bounce back, I'm like, I believe in myself. And then I get loud and my son's like, huh, mom, what did you say? I'm like, nothing. Hey, mom, mom, you talking to yourself again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and also, I also go through things where I meet guys who are wealthy and they're ready to help me launch my business and they want to be this friend with me. But then all of a sudden I can see that they don't really want, they kind of want to own me because they've been working longer and they have way more money and they feel like I would fit right into their world. And for me, the answer is no, because I love myself more than that. I love myself too much for someone to tell me, I'm going to pay you and you're going to live this good life, but you have to put a zipper on your mouth and you cannot walk in your purpose. And I feel like other people need that. They need to know the importance of loving yourself so you can become the frequency that you would like to attract. And this is for the single people. You know, the single people who are out there listening become the person you desire to attract. You may not have to earn $100,000 a month or every three months in the year. But you do have to be able to be self-sufficient and to be reliable and stable on your own before you can go out there and try to attract someone who is of everything on your list. You know, self-awareness is key. It's, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And I think that the world needs healing and we cannot heal each other in unity if we don't start by healing ourselves. By becoming aware of the things that we need healing in. 
the self-talk, you know, the childhood traumas, the self-doubt, you know, all of those things we need to become aware of so that we can change our perception of our self-image. We are powerful beings. Yeah, I, I love that. And as much as 2020 has been such a divisive year for our country and everything that we're going through as a nation, it's been such a rough year. I mean, I don't know if you saw Sean Connery died the other day. It's like yeah, another thing on 20. Him. Yeah, I mean, he's 90 years old, so he lived a long life. And I mean, he's an amazing individual, but. It's like another thing on 2020. I know that's how most people are feeling. And I know we've had like so many things of people where like mental health issues have gone up this year and suicides. And I love that your message is about getting back to, you know, who you are, because at the end of the day, you can't give as a person, Mm -hmm. but until you are 100% aware of who you are and what you're doing. And like you said, you have that power and you recognize that power inside yourself. Then, then you can give back. It's like, uh, I forget exactly how it goes, but it's something along the lines of if your house is not in order, how are you going to help somebody else get their house in order? Yes, that's it. Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) If your house is not in order, how are you helping someone else get their house in order? And and for me, walking, becoming, being self-aware and becoming more self-aware, I know that I'm my authentic self. And I know that if I genuinely love someone or if I'm genuinely attracted to someone, I'm going to give them my all when we're in that moment. But if I'm not in that moment with them and they reach out to me and I'm busy, I feel like I am myself and I give enough love and support to not be able to respond to your message for a day. And then when I do respond, it's still, we still have that connection because I'm authentic. And if I cannot, you know, reconnect with a person on the same vibration because a few days have passed and they were thinking something negative, then that connection is not for me. I'm, I'm, we're moving forward here. And right. when you know who you are, you know not to allow negative thoughts to consume you. It's so powerful. It really is. And I want to say something to Sean Connery. Rest in peace. I love him. He is one of the sexiest, oldest, older men. I, I absolutely <laughs> love him. He really, he is a beautiful man. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> um, him being 90, you know, if you know anything about the uh, the Torah, the Jewish Bible, the Quran, the, the Muslim Bible, and the Bible, people lived to 900 years. And I don't know what's changed, but the, the the programming, you know, people programming us and saying that we're old at 40 or old, or old at 50 or old at 60. And so when it comes to being self-aware, you realize that your spirit, your intelligence, your soul, that being within, with inside of your body, like without your body, your soul, without your soul, your body would collapse. So when it comes to you know, being self-aware and having a certain age and being in a certain time frame, like right now, this to me is the pandemic is a time for people to self-healing, self-reflecting, re-evaluate their their lives, their connections, where they want to go. It's the perfect time to launch themselves forward as opposed to looking at the outside and saying, wow, the park is closed down. We can't do anything. We can't be anything. We don't have anything. 
Yeah, know? it comes back to how you handle it, right? And yes. I, you know, I've heard it said that instead of thinking this year of like the great pandemic or all the bad things that are happening, you think about it as like the great pause. Like where you're forced to, in a way, be there and be present with your family because so many people are working from home and they're home all the time. It's that great pause to take a break, to breathe, to learn and reconnect with your life so that when we do get back out into the world, that we can go out and be strong and make a difference and give. Because I believe that, you know, we as people have been built to give, to serve others. And to do that, you have to have yourself right. And then you can go out and you can serve and you can give back. And, you know, I listen to a lot of Tony Robbins and, uh, you know, I've done that type of stuff for years. And that's his big message is how do you give? How do you continuously give? And the more you give, the more that comes in return to you, like the law of reciprocity, where when you give, it comes back. It may not come back directly, you know, Mm -hmm. but something's going to come back to you in some way. And I love his personal story where he gave away his last 10 bucks. Like he had no other money. So like gave away mm-hmm. his last ten dollars to help buy somebody a meal, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and now and yeah. now look at him. He's you know he's one of the most successful people out there, and I, I just absolutely love what you're doing to help perpetuate that story of how do we as people give, and you know it all starts with you. Yes, and and, and look at you and your platform. Thank you so much for having me once again. I can't you know express my gratitude because this is a platform for people to tell their story, for people to use their voice. And that's incredible that you're even able to do that. And like my message with being self-aware is I'm helping, my purpose is to help people come more into their self-awareness so that they can find their voice and then they can get on your platform and use your platform to speak their truth, you know? Yeah, you know, I I love that you're on the show today. And, you know, thank you for saying thank you to me. But I just love having people on the show. And it's funny is like, you know, you know, this is giving like I make no money whatsoever off of the podcast. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. the, the whole thing is about giving away your story to other people so that hopefully it impacts their life. Like for you guys that are listening, like that's the whole point of this is to help impact your life. Like I want I want that. And I'm trying to help people do that. And so, you know, that's the whole point of what we're doing here. And I absolutely love being able to do that. Yes, Sparkman. That's your last name, Sean Sparkman. You know, it's that spark. People have that spark sometimes they need to to find it. They need to be able to find that spark. And with coming into self-awareness, some of these benefits are so incredible. Um, I would recommend that anybody and everybody just start to do breathing on purpose every day, all day long, because all of our programming so far has been all day long programming, whether it's TV, any of these electronic devices, the phone, because once you become self-aware, you can realize, once you become self-aware, you can get on the phone and go specifically to what it is you desire to go to. I go to Instagram and I go straight to what I'm looking for on Instagram. And I also know that at a certain time in the morning, I'm posting and and messaging people or responding to messages. And then once I'm off of there, if people respond and say something back, I don't pick it back up until, you know, 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock. I'm on purpose because I've been so not on purpose for so many years of my life that I know in order to create my life the way that I desire it to be, I'll have to be intentional and I have to be on purpose with coming into the awareness of who I am in not only God's eyes, but who I desire to be in man's eyes 
and how I desire to carry out the message and the purpose that God has put in my heart. And you know, it's something interesting that you said, you said the word programming. And like, I listen to a lot of audible books and you see that word a lot, like program or programming. And it used to be what we used to like use as terminology for like television shows. It was a program. Mm -hmm. And what do we do to computers? We program them, right? And that's, that's where like, I, I always found that interesting. Like that's how it's described as programming. And that's literally like what you're taking in is helping you to become whoever you're becoming. So Whatever you're watching, you're reading, you're constantly feeding your mind, that's eventually what you become, right? And that's just like one of those awareness things that we don't even think about. Right. You're absolutely right about that. When it comes to programming, people don't realize that whatever they're watching on TV, they're taking in their subconscious mind, you know, whatever they're listening to in their music, their lyrics, it's, it's programming. You know, if you're listening to sad love songs and it's going to trigger a time when you were in that state of a sad love song. If you listen to something that's positive, want Tony Robbins, you listen to anything that's positive out there. Bob Proctor, Thinking Grow Rich, anything you're putting into your eyes is actually programming. A lot of people don't realize that your program is what you run off of. It's your subconscious mind. It's your reaction to things. It's your lack of emotional control. It's your lack of self-awareness. It's your lack of being on purpose. It's intent. You have to set the intentions to program yourself. And that's what I've been doing all these years. I've been doing this for years. Yeah. And Hala, thanks again for coming on the show. I want to wrap it up a little bit here. I do have a couple more questions for you. Uh, One of them, which I I love to ask is, what are you curious about? Oh, everything. Um, I, I probably was a cat in one of my lives because I, 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 I'm serious. I stay curious. I'm interested in what makes people tick. I'm interested in, you know, I'm, I'm interested in everything. I'm interested in listening to understand. I'm interested in if a person is doing something and everyone's against it and they're considering it wrong, what, what happened to that person? I need to understand what happened. What is that person's story? All you see is the end result of what he did. But who, who is this adult's parents? What happened? You know, everybody's story is molestation, some sort of abuse, physical, mental. I'm always curious as to what happened. What is the story behind that? I'm always curious as to what other challenges can I conquer? What can we really do as human beings, spiritual beings, having a human experience? Like, I'm I'm always inquisitive about stuff like that. I don't know why. And I love that attitude. I mean, the, the curiosity attitude, the constant learning that it's just awesome. You know, and that's part of why I have the show is I love learning, like you were just saying, other people's stories. So I get I get so much out of the show. It's it's almost in a way like I'm trying to give back, but it's almost selfish because I get so much out of just talking and doing these interviews with people like you that it, it's almost selfish in a way because I get to learn and grow every single time I do one of these. I, I You know, when I'm done, I feel energized and, you know, ready to go attack the world again. Yes, and you have such an incredible energy and a wonderful personality, and I I love it, you know, and I think that a lot of many other people like Gary Vee would love to be interviewed on your podcast. You know, I think that I think that you can go really far with this platform and letting other people tell their story and letting other people have their voice because not only are you learning and, like, I'm learning, and the more people I teach or help, and the more people you allow to, you know, you teach or help or, or allow on your platform, 
we are both we grow from that. You know, I love that you brought we, up we, Gary Vee because I I absolutely love his content. <laughs> like, you know, it's like my major thing on Instagram is like Gary Vee, Gary Vee, Gary Vee all the all the time. But I, yes. I love his story and just everything that he's about because he is you know very similar but different than Tony Robbins and just the the give back and the positive and the like the no no BS. You you work hard and when you work hard and you give things come back to you. Period. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do because we are co-creating our lives with God. Like everything we do, everything we put out there. Gary Vee has this book called Crushing It. Have you have you read that yet? I haven't read it, no. I'm going to have to pick that one up. I'm going to put it in my notes right now. Yes, once you start reading Crushing It, you all of a sudden have a different look at social media. Like when you look at, for me, after reading it, once I saw um, how he tells you how to use the social media and how to all of the platforms and everything. My, all of my social media is under Hawa Power, H-O-W-A-P-O-W-E-R. Now, that's Twitter. He talks about how to use Twitter. He talks about how to use YouTube, how to use Snapchat, how to use these tools. So when you look at it, it's you're looking at it as a tool to be used. You're not looking at it, at it to see who posted what, or you're not looking at it to receive. You're looking at it like like a business opportunity, like, you know, you're branding yourself. That's how it is for me. It's like, okay, how much value did I put out here today? How are they receiving it? What language do I need to use to reach a certain audience? Because there's a certain language that you have to use. Everybody doesn't is not spiritual, so they don't understand spirit, spiritual terminology, fifth dimension third dimension. They're like, huh, what are you talking about? You know? And so mm-hmm. when Gary V's book, Crushing It, explains how to use social media, I just felt like, I was like, this dude. And then I was reading his book, and he's so funny. Even in his book, I will laugh out loud. He is hilarious. But he also adds great value to anybody who wants to use social media, and also he teaches a little bit of self-awareness. So he's wonderful. Yeah, and I love that you use the word value because that's really what it's all about. If you can provide value to others and that comes back to that giving, then, you know, that's really what life's about. Hawa, thank you very much for coming on the show today. If people want to learn more about you and what you're doing, where should they go? Oh, Esther, I was just on here advertising myself. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> every platform, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. On every platform, my name is, you can find me under Hawa Power. Um, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, all of that you can find me under. And um, my book, you can find me at Amazon. Just search for um, Trigger No Longer. And for me, it's my first book, and I do believe I did a, a very well job on it, I can say. And I'm, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but my message has been in me so long that now that it's in this book, um, with the steps on becoming self-aware, I really do think and know that it's going to help a lot of people. Good. And that's what we're trying to do. And I absolutely love that about you. Yeah. So are there any questions that I should have asked you that I didn't ask? Um, no, I actually, I think that you did wonderful. I think you did wonderful. And I'm really grateful to have had this platform to be on. I'm, I'm very grateful. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm grateful once again for you coming on the show. And for those that are listening, this has been another episode of the Safe and Sound Podcast with your host, Sean Sparkman. 
the goal is to help you to build a safe and sound lifestyle. So, you know, have a solid foundation in your life, whether it's your finances, your health, your relationships, whatever it may be, so that you can go out, take risks and just have a fun, enjoyable life. So thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Safe and Sound Radio with Sean Sparkman. Sean Sparkman. If you have questions or would like to suggest a topic for future shows, contact Sean at 313-246-9278 or visit the website at www.safeandsoundretirement.net. That's www.safeandsoundretirement.net. I must leave. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.